The rustle of leaves through the wind. The hoot of an owl. Crickets. The crackle of a well-built campfire. The sounds of nature surround us all. If we can just find it through the noise of everyday life. If you follow the Scout Trail, it'll lead you to nature, to real-life skills, leadership, and much more for the youth of our great nation. Welcome to Scout On Chattanooga, a podcast designed to encourage and embrace youth leadership right here in our area. Now, from the scenic city, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. Hello and welcome to another edition of Scout on Chattanooga. I am Sean Whitfield. Joining me is the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, Cherokee Area Council, Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Howdy. Glad, <laughs> glad to be back with you all. Sean, it's a little cooler in here than it was last month, right? Oh, no. It was cool <laughs> on that mountain called yeah. Skymont. Hey, hey, Kyle, uh, you know what I was thinking is it really showed us who wears the pants in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, just where are you going with that? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, hey. Sean, I, I have been planning. I have been planning that joke for over a month, and boy, oh, did it pay man. off! Thank you, Kyle. Now, that was good. Now the office building that this studio in there is other tenants in the building. So, so hold on. That right there just went to the third floor. Oh, so, Kyle, Kyle, you you thought that was very humorous. You need to make sure to explain to any listeners who weren't able to hear our our live from uh, Skymont episode yeah. why you thought that was so funny well because it doesn't take much for both Kyle of us laugh. And, and by the way for everyone out there listening if you haven't heard that episode yet we're getting great feedback on it so go back and listen to that episode but sean asked me what to wear and i said shorts and a t-shirt it's going to be pretty warm up there and what does he show up in? Jeans. Jeans. And, and designer. not just any jeans, like designer jeans. Yeah, they were designer jeans. Well, I mean, that's all I have. Because, <laughs> because he was afraid that he was going to get in chiggers. That's what he was I, I worried mean, about. I mean, you know, I didn't know uh, <laughs> if, if I would be walking in uh, places that I didn't want to get all scraped up in. Just because it's a scout camp doesn't mean that we're like in the Alaskan frontier here. Well, you, you forgot to share the you forgot to share the disclaimer. Sean had never been to Skymont before. <laughs> okay, that's and, true. But, uh, true. But the worst thing, the worst thing of it all, wasn't the fact I was wearing jeans. It was the shoes I wore. Yeah, tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, because my feet. When I got home that evening from walking on all the roots and rocks, mm-hmm. and the in the uh, shoes I had on were like running shoes, so they weren't thick enough to be handling what I was <laughs> walking on, and and it felt like it's going right through my shoe. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, that that if I had to do over and could only choose one thing, it would be the shoes. The so, shoes. So so yeah. Cub so Cubmaster Kyle, at what point do you uh, educate your Cub Scouts about appropriate? Uh, footwear and uh clothing for activities well i uh educate their parents first (laughs) because we are cub scouts sean you didn't call uh, we couldn't find sean's (laughs) they weren't available for comment (laughs) they're in ringgold they're right near neck of the woods (laughs) um but 
once they get to Weebelows is when they really have to start packing their own gear and stuff. And hmm. so no, so Sean, let's just let's, learn quick. So this is a good opportunity though. So we we can help Sean a little bit here. So if you're going to be outside, right, and it's going to be in the summer, good have firm, a bottle of water, ankle supportive shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Ankle support. You don't want that ankle rolling, okay? Um, probably no cotton of any kind. Yeah. Right. You want nylon or polyester, something that's going to pull the, you know, your body moisture away, and then you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You guys are full of education. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, know, in the Boy Scouts of America, we're all about learning through sometimes failure. So and failing in a safe environment. So now, so now that this was not a safe environment for Sean. So so now that we've covered all the negative, let's look on the bright side of Skymont. That's true. Okay, sorry, I got us off on this. It was a very very good visit. I uh, very much enjoyed it. It exceeded my expectations. Um, it uh, it wasn't quite what I expected, but. Uh, in a good way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it was a great experience. The only experience that I had had growing up going to camps were uh, church camps, Christian Bible camps, yeah. some places. So I had never been a part of, of a camp that uh, was Cub Scout or Boy Scout related. So, so you know, now time. that you've done a um, Scouts BSA summer camp, now you <laughs> need to do a Cub Scout Cub and Partner camp up at Skymont. So you can see how we do it Cub Scout style. I don't even want to ask what that's all about. Well, you know what? There is two weekends coming up in October that we would love to invite you to Skymont. And our theme (laughs) is... Sean! Sean just goes... Yeah. 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 Well, you know, before this podcast started, y'all were talking about kids. And now you're talking about Cub Scouts. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I haven't had small kids in a long time. That would be a big adjustment for me. You know what? It's extremely fun, and we do great themed weekends it, for I the bet kids it is fun, too. But you so. probably have to have a lot of patience, though, don't you? There is a lot of patience, but mm-hmm. you won't have a kid there directly. You could just walk around and you know laugh at the parents that were trying to control their kids. <laughs> <laughs> do the parents go to those type of events? Yeah, it's Cub Scouts. We're family camping, so yeah, it's always okay. parents welcome. Hey, parents, so you know have to go so i'm gonna butt in and, and bring us back a little bit and say sean kyle and i thoroughly enjoyed having you up at skymont mm-hmm. and we i know do. we give you a hard time about it no you were, y'all don't do that you were <laughs> you really were a very gracious guest and um it really was um uh, it was really cool for me because you know i got to ride back with him and mm-hmm. kind of you know listen to all the the individual you know comments and positive things you had to say and mm-hmm. so thank you for going up there well it was great and uh thanks for the invitation and the hospitality and hope everybody. you enjoyed your steak i did uh you know there there wasn't um you know if i was given a score sheet i would have to give it all positive reviews oh good deal so uh nothing that um the only suggestion is next time I come up, I'd like to have a gator waiting on me <laughs> or a golf cart. Uh, yeah, a four wheel, like an ATV. All yeah, yeah, that, vehicle. that'd be yeah. great. We'll, uh, we'll just yeah, go ahead and sign great. you up to go to NCAP and uh, just take all the camp school stuff. Uh, uh, just to be very clear, when he said gator, I think you know enough to know that a man that wears Lucky Brand jeans to camp is talking about. The four-wheeled vehicle not yeah, by no, the well, by the way no. i do not wear lucky brand jeans oh excuse me 
They're no, buckle they're, jeans. Buckle, oh, buckle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, gotcha. so you, yeah, you need to get the brands right. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I can't. I work for the Boy Scouts. I, can't I don't think I've. Wa- I don't think I've walked into a buckle since I was 12. <laughs> they haven't had your size since you were 12. Well, that's oh, true. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that got a little. That got a little. Uh, Sean. No. That, all right. That was all to, in we're fun. Gonna, we're gonna have to ease up on him now. Yep. Until next summer. Yep. Until next summer. Until next summer. But uh, I'll wear jeans next year. I just won't wear the right <laughs> shoe. Wear different shoes. So, um, what's up? There's what's uh, up. There's did a you lot just going steal on his thunder. <laughs> Kinda. Sorry. Since, since you stole my thunder, you can start it. Oh man, I knew you got to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, what's God. up with Jared? Um, okay, let me see. This is like a personal thing, right? We got to share. It doesn't have to be thing. personal. It's, it can be just anything. I mean, that's good. we would like for it to be personal. That way, we can hold it against you if it's something that's worth, you know, harassing you about. Yeah. So, but um, if it's not, then you know, we'll take whatever you want to share. Well, like buckle jeans. Well, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to get you for Christmas now. <laughs> buckle jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this summer, we've taken a few kind of small trips and had some fun experiences with Theodore. And one of them was to visit my grandma in Jackson, Tennessee. I think we talked about that at one point. And Theodore is your son. Theodore's my son, right? right? He just turned five last week. And um, he caught a fish at my grandma's place off of her lake. And he was really excited about that. And that, nice. was, really, um, that was really neat. And then um, Ashley and I got him a bicycle with pedals Mm -hmm. you know he has like a little balance bike but we got him his bike with pedals and um so he's been he just hopped right on and started going and it's really neat to see him get super excited about going outside and riding his bike and it's kind of made me kyle remember you know what it was like to be a kid because i used Mm -hmm. to love riding my bike around yeah you know and so it's just been a, a rewarding time um, for him. Well, I can just tell you, in the next few years, he won't know where that bike's at. All he'll know is where the computer is or the tablet oh, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, he's got he's got that too, but, um, you know. Well, that's why he's joining Cub Scouts this year is to get yeah, away I know. from some. For, for all of the families who have agreed to be in my den that I haven't sent you the uh, parent meeting information yet mm-hmm. i apologize because i'm supposed to be doing that because it's uh july and i think we're going to start in september so yeah so you're going to be a cub master no i'm just going to be a den leader shout out to jennifer strand jennifer strands let me uh register my den in her pack so we can just oh nice you know because uh, her 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 pack is actually the nearest to where i live so for those out there listening that are like me that don't know the difference between a den leader and a s- scout leader can you both tell us what that is i got this so a cub master is like the program director of a cub scout unit so a cub master does everything related to program as in helping with advancements awards making sure that you know the den the camping trips the den meetings are going fine a den leader is the leader of a particular dens program and then the dens are broken up by what rank you're in so if you're lions more than likely you're going to have all lions in there there may be some tigers in there and some stuff too because we do have mixed dens depending on the size of 
of the unit, but they're just over that particular program for that smaller group of scouts where the Cub Master is over program for the entire unit. So is that hmm. the best explanation? I guess. And for Lion Cubs, they have an abbreviated program. It's mm-hmm. it's like kind of an introduction. So it's really more den and small group centered than some of the other dens even. Yeah. And so we're just kind of trying it out. And not, Kyle, I'm trying to make sure people know not to expect too much from it. <laughs> I think you're going to be great. Ah, This is what I tell all my den leaders, because every time that I have a new den leader sign up, they're so worried about doing a good job. Mm -hmm. And I said, as long I said, one of the biggest things that we teach in Cub Scouts is to do your best. And as long as a den leader, as long as you're doing your best, then the kids are getting exactly what they need from you. And that's my my true opinion. And they'll come back to me at the end of the year and say, just what a great time that they've had. And they can't wait to do it again the next year. So. How many den leaders do you have? Um, den leaders, I have five dens and five den leaders, and then I have three assistant den leaders for particular dens. So, hmm. interesting. And I'm a den leader myself. I take care of. Um, I'll be Weebelos one this year. So first year Weebelo scouts, I will have this year in our um, pack. Boy, there's a, there's a lot of levels to this scouting. Well, it's, well, we it's haven't very, even talked about the committee level. Yeah, it's mm. it's one of the strengths of scouting is it's very well structured because it's all volunteers. You know, our program is 100% conducted by volunteers at, at, at that level, on the week-to-week level. And so you've got to have some pretty rigorous structure so that people mm-hmm. kind of know what they can do, but also don't get too overwhelmed, right? At least that's gotcha. the hope. And so um, that's my encouragement to Kyle. I know you'd, you'd agree with me is, you know, any leader out there, if you feel like you're doing too much, it, it just means it's an opportunity for you to recruit some people to help you. Mm-hmm. Give them something small and help work them up. Yeah, that's definitely the best way to do it. I mean, most of our leaders in our Cub Scout pack actually start as just committee members, and we will ask them to slowly start doing more things here and there and just kind of spreading the love of, you know, all of the work that needs to be done to make a quality unit happen so so sean you put me on the spot there you know for me to share my bicycle and my theodore catching a fish story so what's up with you man <laughs> i put you on the spot <laughs> by making him go first he yeah. didn't have time to think i was trying to flip it back on you it didn't work uh, did you're, it? <laughs> you're gonna have to get sharper than that <laughs> uh my what's up is um i'm about to break a 15-year record 15 year record of being a single man oh that's right congratulations oh, is it August? have y'all set the date yeah august 17th oh wow wow there you go i didn't yeah. get my invitation did you kyle i didn't uh well the invitation uh <laughs> would mean you'd have to go to mexico <laughs> oh <laughs> can i get back is it will they let me no back no guarantees okay <laughs> no guarantees. Now wait if you invite us you pick up the check to go down there <laughs> that right? sounds good margaritas on sean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll have a mexican margarita fest when we get back yeah, we'll just watch over zoom and i'll just sit at my house <laughs> you know that's a good idea or do some you Facebook won't be able live. to yeah if, if through the zoom do you allow people to uh, have objections to the to the union yeah but they uh, won't get saw until after yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like kim don't do it don't do it kim. anybody like that will just uh you know 
cancel them out of the uh, out of the zoo. What is that Liberty Insurance commercial where the ostrich is getting married and he's the mom, the ostrich mom speaks up and he's like, "Not today, Kevin." (laughs) So, uh, so Sean, just so we're on the same page, um, I'm not going to talk to Kyle when I say this. It's an emu. Emu. It's an emu. I thought it was an ostrich. Is the lemu emu? Oh, that's right. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> but getting back to my, what's I'm also up. the dude that said Mont- Mount Montana's was bananas. So that was a hilarious moment. <laughs> anyway, sorry, but, to, y- I didn't y'all are railroading my uh, what's up. Yeah, y'all are taking my special moment away. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. God, sorry. Okay, back so, to your back to your feelings. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> August seventeenth is the big day. My fiance Kim Chapman. Uh, some of you out there may recognize the name if you watch local news on News Channel 9. And uh, I have not decided what I'm going to wear. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's been, Kim has been worried about it. And we fly out on August the 12th mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. She has been shopping for dresses for several months. Mm. She's already bought 14 different dresses Good and ball. returned them all so far. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'd never imagined it would be that difficult for uh, a woman to find the just perfect dress. But anyway, uh, she's still working on it. She asked me the other day, she says, well, what are you going to wear? I said, you know, I got a closet full of clothes. I said, I haven't really, my size hadn't changed in years. So I've got a lot to choose from. So i'll figure that out the night before when we when i start packing yeah you got those jeans you know designer <laughs> you know, jeans yeah you can wear I, your buckle jeans, jeans on and, the and, beach and, and so what See, i it just goes together buckle and beach well if you had a white shirt you'd be kidding chesney well let me tell you this is what, <laughs> this is what i've done so have y'all ever seen those t-shirts that's a uh, screen print of a guy of a tux tuxedo yeah yeah so i ordered me yeah. one of those no you didn't. <laughs> yes i did and uh, you know it's like a tuxedo t-shirt it says i'm formal but i'm here to party yeah <laughs> yeah so i took a picture well, of that that's from talladega nights and texted it to her <laughs> yeah and, i know i know okay. <laughs> and Man. told her that that's what I'm, i told her i was wearing a tux she says oh really why are you wearing a tux to the beach i said already got it on order it's already matter of fact it just arrived <laughs> oh my and so i sent her a picture of that she says no way you're not wearing i bet that. yeah yeah but uh, i haven't quite decided what i'm gonna wear but i'll figure it out on the 11th i'm not sure you'll be, be be very sharp yeah I'll, I'll be uh, very dapper yes so uh, that outfit that shirt you're wearing today would match the beach no i'm saving this for the next time i referee a football game oh, oh okay. i was gotcha. i was thinking more like it was like a italian gondola <laughs> <laughs> God. so just kyle's not gonna make it oh, so so anyway vertically or a horizontally striped shirt it would be very good so that is my what's up i am getting ready to uh Get married after 15 years of being single. Congratulations. And to yeah. a lovely person yeah, as well. You. And, and, a, a, and great, a fellow Rotarian. A fellow Rotarian. And I might yeah. add an excellent Chattanooga and an advocate mm-hmm. for Chattanooga. And, yeah. And, um, you know, lots of charity work that, that she does. And, yeah. and you do too, Sean. But, you know, we'll give her the credit. Yeah, especially her. So, uh, Kyle, what is your what's up? We're, we're up against a break. You know what? I um, Mine is actually going to be about scouting. But as we get into August, that is a very important time in scouting just for so many units or 
kind of kicking things back up to begin their program year. So it's our recruitment season where we're trying to get new scouts and everything. So I have to say that I am just super excited about recruitment season and all of the fun scouting things that are coming in the next month or so. So hmm. super excited are, about Are y'all getting ready to start selling stuff? Yeah, we're moon pies, uh, I guess. We've already had one moon pie kickoff. We've got another one coming up August thirteenth and then September tenth, I think it is, or ninth. It's either September ninth or tenth is the first moon pie pickup where units can actually get their hands on cases of moon pies and get out and sell them that weekend. So hmm. we're super close upon it and um it's just an exciting time between all of the the scout joining nights and we have our campfire series August 4th. We've got a moon pie kickoff coming up. We're, you know, getting ready to go camping. In fact, even this weekend is my PAC's annual planning meeting that we do once a year just to kind of plan our overall year and stuff. So I'm super excited about the next few months of scouting just because things are really about to start ramping up. A lot going on, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yes, very much so. A little bit later at the end of the program, we'll also uh, share with everyone or remind uh, a lot of people out there listening of a huge scout event that's going to be happening the end of August. That's right. August 30th, we will have our Friends of Scouting launching at the Chattanooga Convention Center. Um, If you would like to attend, we would love to get you set up with a table host, and you can do that by... Um, calling the uh, council service center and talking to Miss Aurora there. She can set you up with that. But it's going to be um, former U.S. Navy SEAL uh, Kevin Lace, which is Dauber from American Sniper. He actually even played himself in the movie. So really cool. He, he wrote a book called The Last Punisher, which is a fantastic read. And uh, I can't wait to just um, sit back and hear the good things of scouting number one and to hear his story because he was even a scout himself so all right it is time for a quick break for jared pickens cub master kyle i'm sean whitfield more scout on chattanooga to come after this brief message we'll be back with more this is scout on chattanooga the podcast did you hear that The outdoors are calling. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Camping, hiking, shooting sports, wilderness survival, and so much more. Your new adventure is waiting for you in a Scouts BSA troop. Go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com to find your path to youth leadership. Hello there. My name is Maddox and I'm a Cub Scout. I'm here to talk to you today about becoming a Cub Scout like me. Cub Scouts get badges for doing fun activities and we make friends. Scouts go camping, climbing, fishing, and swimming together. We have fun. We play sports and go to parades. Scouts also help people and become the very best versions of themselves. Visit BeASCout.org and you'll be able to find a pack near you, get your questions answered, and sign up online. Now back to Scout on Chattanooga. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. And uh, gentlemen, we have a guest today. Looking forward to this conversation. And uh, our guest today is a gentleman by the name of Cam Duty. Hello, Cam. What's going on? We're, How are you? We are doing well. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. It's great. So, so Cam, uh, I, I know very little about you, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. So I'm going to be like most of our listeners. They're going to be learning as I am. Uh, but uh, first of all, are you, have you grown up in Chattanooga all your life? Has Chattanooga always been home? 
No, I uh, I grew up in Knoxville. Actually, I was born in Texas and uh, and then moved to to Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, pretty early on. I think I was nine nine months old when we moved uh, and grew up in Knoxville. Went to high school in Knoxville and then uh, left for college. Went to Auburn and uh, graduated right in the middle of the financial crisis. And uh, we uh, I stayed in. I actually moved to Birmingham, uh, which is where my wife is from. And uh, that's where we actually started uh, our first company, Bellhops. And and uh, what year was this? This was two. Well, I graduated in two thousand and nine, and then uh, I worked for a couple of years uh, in in banking. And when I say banking, I don't mean like investment banking. I was like <laughs> the guy in a full suit in a bank branch in a mall parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, repinning folks' debit cards. And uh, that was when it it, it just kind of it scared me to death on like, okay, if I don't take the real world seriously uh, and try to, to, you know, take control of my own kind of destiny, destiny, the real world doesn't care about me, you know, and I'm just going to fall into this path and I could wake up in 25 years and, you know, have, have, you know, ended up in a place where I, I did, didn't make me come alive, you know, so that it was like fear that initially pushed me to, to start, uh, bellhops and and uh, started with my some of my best friends and uh, we thought that we had come up with this super novel you know multi billion dollar idea that uh, we were going to help college kids move on on campus and um, that ended up turning into this whole big decade long saga of you know taking on the whole moving industry. So for those that are listening that may or may not may or may not have ever heard of bellhops, tell us what bellhops is exactly yeah we're we are a uh we're the fastest growing moving and relocation brand in the u.s and uh what we figured out how to do was uh well we identified the two problems in the moving relocation space like number one it's really difficult to attract high quality labor which kind of gives moving that black cloud you know Mm -hmm. over the industry yeah because the labor is what actually dictates like the customer experience you know who's coming into your home and interacting with you and your kids and you know the rest of your family for like hours on end and you're already stressed out and stuff so they the the workforce really dictates the experience and so we had to we knew that we had to change the workforce and then the second piece is is access to to uh, trucks and equipment moving is really seasonal meaning you know in May, June, July, August, we do like 70% of our business, you know? And so you have to, uh, you have to have assets lined up and ready to go, both with, you know, your, your workforce and supply, but also your trucking supply as well. And uh, we figured out how to uh, unlock unlimited access to trucking uh, assets by partnering with uh, trucking companies and Final Mile Logistics and uh, paying them um, variably based on we'd give them they'd give us their schedules and then we would book them onto moves and then trucks and drivers uh, they would meet our bellhop crew at the home uh, and our bellhops would do all the moving the loading the packing etc and then you know when the, the move was over the the truck driver would just drive on to the next job and they're not actually our assets so it allowed us to go into a market mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, spin up our workforce, and then you know we'd close one or two carrier deals, and oh, you know, in a, over the course of like a six-week period, we'd have the capacity of every moving company combined in the city that we just launched. Um, 
but we didn't have the capital expense of, of buying the trucks and managing the trucks, et cetera. And so that's really what allowed us to, to grow really fast. We, we, uh, we started attracting higher quality labor because it's a good gig job, sort of like Uber. You make your own schedules. You work when you want to, if you want to, et cetera. Uh, and that, that allowed us to kind of tap into a, a, a new demographic of labor, uh, st- which started out as just college kids. Uh, where um, we were hiring all college students for the first few years, and then that uh, expanded out into you know folks that uh, that just wanted a, a flexible, high-paying job. So we solved labor and we solved trucking and kind of combined that model. Uh, and now Bellhops is um, you know we've we've moved three or four hundred uh, thousand households over the last seven eight years and. Um, are uh, keeping pedal down, getting a long distance moving, corporate relocation, uh, et cetera. And uh, I think we're operating in 85 cities or so across the country. Wow. Are those corporate owned locations or do you do franchising as well? No. So it's all centrally managed. So we don't franchise. Uh, and that's a big, you know, that's that's a, a big differentiator in, in, in our space because companies like Zillow, companies like Home Depot, a lot of these these companies that that tangentially are are uh, you know adjacent to the move, they they their customers are moving or they want to find customers who are recently moving. Um, they can't actually partner with any of the major moving companies because you know Zillow couldn't possibly partner with Two Minute a Truck because Two Minute a Truck has three hundred and seventy independently owned franchises, and so they need you know a big partner like Zillow needs one throat to choke on. Uh, you know, operating with them. So we come to the table and say, look, we, we've got the national footprint, but uh, we, we're all centrally managed. So if you do a deal with us, you're doing, you know, you have one person to go to if something happens in Cincinnati or Nashville or Raleigh or Denver or wherever. Yeah. Jared? Oh, I was just thinking <clears throat> earlier, Cam, I, I graduated from Carson Newman University. Well, now it's a university. When I went there, it was a college and graduated in, I think, an identical time frame to you. And so I want to applaud your efforts of, you know, forging through some of those challenges and coming up with some really innovative new ideas. What I'm most interested in is where did you go to school in Knoxville? Because I lived in Knoxville for several years. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, I mean, grade school, I went to Sacred Heart Elementary, okay, yeah. Middle. We had a great Cub Scout pack there. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was that? I can't remember. Uh, I was in the, I it's was in a while. Boy Scouts and I went through Weebelows. Uh, and, uh, I'd never, I, I didn't go through my Eagle Scout. I wish I, I would have. Um, but, um, yeah, so I went to Sacred Heart and then uh, Catholic High School for two years and then uh, uh, actually transferred for baseball uh, to uh, West High for my junior and senior year. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I'm from Nashville originally, so uh, but Knoxville is really near and dear to my heart. So how did you end up choosing, I mean, so you, you grow up in Knoxville, you end up at Auburn, yep. somehow you're in Birmingham, it sounds like because of a relationship, and then somehow you end up here amidst all that. How, how did that decision go down? Well, so we bootstrapped the, the company, and we founded the company in January of 2011, and then we raised like $12,000 from my parents and my co-founder's parents, and that was our seed capital. And uh, we, we kind of realized, you know, when we first started, we didn't know what venture capital was uh, when we started the company. We just knew, like, in order to scale, we needed to invest in uh, technology. And uh, we'd heard, uh, well, we had, had uh, created some traction in the first couple of years of the business, and uh, we were getting a little bit of inbound from folks that had, had heard about what we were doing. Uh, 
And uh, ultimately, um, my co-founder had a relationship with a guy named Ted Alling, uh, who's a businessman in, in Chattanooga, and he'd started Lamppost Group. And Lamppost was a venture incubator where they'd invest in a company, and then, but you actually had to move to Chattanooga if you took capital from them. And uh, we took our first check from, from Lamppost in, uh, in late 2012, and part of the deal was we had to move here. So uh, we picked up and, and, and moved, and then just completely fell in love with the city uh, over, over the next decade. Uh, this has been home, become home, and I'm, I'm a lifer now. And uh, I think we've, uh, I'm just really excited about, you know, helping the, the city grow over the next, you know, my lifetime. Well, our listeners will remember Ted Eiling because we've had Brad Scott, the CEO of Chat Prep, on this podcast, I think just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Ted was, was one of the founders, I believe, and, yep. and strong supporters of of their work there so yep, absolutely um, it's a small world as usual in chattanooga yeah it is i mean it, it's what it's funny it's so funny for for a decade prior to COVID, you know we were recruiting you know folks to 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 chattanooga to join our company and the cell was always cost of living quality of life come to a city with unlimited ac- access to the outdoors etc and uh and and like it resonated but it wasn't like like we knew how awesome it was because we're here, right? And uh, and then COVID happened, and all of a sudden, overnight, everybody in the country was chasing those two things, and, or those three things really: outdoors, cost of life, or cost of living, quality of life. And uh, and it, 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 I swear, COVID's the greatest thing that's ever happened in our city. Uh, it, and um, I'm just really excited about what's what's gonna going to happen uh, here going well, forward. Well, these guys know that I'm an import. Um, I got here in September of 2020, and me and my wife and, and my son have really enjoyed living here so far. And it, it was kind of a long-term objective for us to get here because we, we knew how great Chattanooga was. So in a way, to your point, I, I feel a little bit uh, sad that other people are figuring out the secret, right? They um, are, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit. You said you were in Scouts. Do you remember anything? Do you what what stuck out to you? A bit. I mean, you know, I admittedly, I I wasn't ever really hardcore into in Scouts. I've always been like totally driven to be in the outdoors. Um, but it just wasn't where where I grew up. Like, you know, my friend group just wasn't big into in, into scouting, and, I, and that's no knock on on scouts. But we, I was a Boy Scout, uh, and uh, and I think my most of my memories come from Weeblows, where I was you know collecting pins and on the ribbons on my shoulder, and you know, just being able to wear the the uniform into that's into intense. school. So you're like you're like playing it off, but like if you were getting pins, like. Like you were in it, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I lo- it was awesome. I love it. I just, you know, uh, I'm just translating for Sean. You know, we, me and Kyle have to translate for Sean every once in a while. <laughs> uh-huh. So when he says more pins, than I mean, he was in it. Like he was really involved, Sean. Yeah, I've already started uh, my collection of patches. What? What? Which patch? I, did I we left Scamont with uh, three patches. Who gave you? Know? Put, I didn't get any patches. Uh, well, yeah, it wasn't you that gave me any. It was the other <laughs> people that did. <laughs> How embarrassing! I, I got a Scamont T-shirt and three patches, so I hit the jackpot. Man, now you got to so. get a uniform to put those on. <laughs> so, so back to Cam. <laughs> It'll match well with your buckle jeans. <laughs> so, Cam, uh, did you? experience anything in scouting that propelled you on to maybe outside of scouting doing some unique outdoor activities uh, you have a favorite adventure you've had since then or as a young adult 
Yeah, I mean, I I'm a, an avid outdoorsman. I mean, it's that's where I, I'm drawn. I mean, anytime I'm going somewhere, I don't like to sit on a beach. I like to get out and you know. I really like to treat life as an adventure. And so I, I think scouts in the early days, uh, it just kind of opened my eyes to uh, this different, this new world that you can get into if you just walk into the woods, you know, and pick up uh, some of these skills that make you comfortable in the, in the outdoors. And so, yeah, I think it probably had a, a pretty fundamental impact on the way I viewed nature and, and uh how I wanted to spend my time. So if, if there's a Weeblos scout, an 11-year-old scout out there right now who's going through the same decisions that you were going through, right? And thinking, you know, hey, should I stick with it? Should I not? What would you, would you give them any advice? Yeah, I mean, just go for I mean, I, I think this is just an analogy for life. Like anything you do, just go go all in on it. You know, I mean, there's don't half-bake things. Um, if you... If you if you went through the effort to get started in something in the first place, uh, and you, and you, and you're truly drawn to it, I mean, tuck your head in and 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 go for it, you know. And I think that that applies to every every stage of life that you're in. It applies when you graduate college and you jo- just join a new company. It applies when you leave a company and you know you don't know what you want to do and you've got some ideas and. You think something might have legs, but you don't know. And you know, if you if you kind of are just lukewarm about things in life, you just, you know, I think you'll miss a ton of opportunities um, where uh, just a little bit of effort and, and focus uh, just makes all the difference. You know, you know, you bring up just go for it, and you're talking about bellhops, which you started, but it's you speak about being adventurous and stuff, and I'll say that you're most definitely adventurous in the fact of not just your career but in all of life but especially in your career because you're not even in bellhops day to day anymore you've kind of taken on a new venture am i correct i am yeah uh we uh started a uh a a, a venture fund called brickyard uh where uh, and this was about a year after i stepped out of bellhops basically when i stepped out you know that I was, I had been in the company for almost, you know, nine years. And, um, you know, with bellhops, it was a venture backed company where, you know, we, we've raised about a hundred million dollars, uh, in venture over, over the, you know, the, the years. And it's uh super high stakes, high pressure, you know, um, no delineation between work and, 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 you know, home life. I mean, mm-hmm. everything just blended together. It took everything we had. Um, and so stepping out of that was like this super jarring experience of like, it was like, uh, the feeling you get when it's like, what do you, what do you do with your hands? You know, mm-hmm. when you're up on stage, <laughs> Kyle <laughs> that, experiences that often, just so you know, very it's often. very appropriate. It was like being in a relationship and then not and then like breaking up with that person and the next day you wake up and all of a sudden you have all this time that you didn't have before and you know i remember like walk you know walking around downtown you know after lunch or or before lunch one day being like so this is what chattanooga looks like at you know Hmm. 10 30 a.m on a tuesday you know like i've just been inside you know uh and uh and so it was a very weird uh feeling for about five, four or five months, uh, very uncomfortable, honestly. It's like you'd wake up and you're just like, what am I going to do today? Like, I don't even, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Uh, and then 
the world kind of just rushes back in after for me it, it it was you know the 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 worst was like six months after and then um you know the world kind of started rushing back in uh with you know uh, opportunities and, and new interests and and you know things that that made me excited but for six months i like couldn't even think about anything i was so burnt out i was so tired exhausted uh and that combined with with uh you know just not having a purpose every day was, was pretty funky uh and so but anyway as things do everything kind of rushed back and um uh, a year after i stepped out of, of bellhops we started brickyard and so brickyard is sort of a continuation of lampposts in the early days where uh we bought a really cool old building off of uh, main uh main street uh, on main and central it was an old persian rug warehouse and uh we renovated it over the last year uh, and built out exactly what we wanted to have in the early days of, of building bellhops and uh, basically turned it into a private club for our portfolio companies where we have this venture fund where we're investing in early stage companies uh, and early stage founders from all over the world. Uh, so we'll invest in, in your company, but you have to move to Chattanooga uh, for a minimum one year commitment for our residency. Um, where you come into work every day and you're working alongside, you know, 25 other teams from all over that are in your exact stage uh, of company. And um, uh, and it's just all about focus. And uh, and so we're, we're bringing together this community of founders and, and uh, we're providing, uh, there's a private gym, locker rooms, uh, showers, steam room, sauna, cold plunge, um, and uh it, it, it really you know all these founders just work you know they're working 14 16 18 hours a day and uh we wanted to provide the you know the amenities that would allow them to sustain that so uh, you know past weeblos and and into when you're in early high school years a lot of scouts will choose to begin working on their eagle scout project and when i think about um, what you've talked about with entrepreneurship and creating things um you know these these kids these youth they try to f- go find a problem out in the world or a need and then they actually work with building a team of volunteers including their other scouts and adults and they bring them together and have to cast a vision and create a, a an energy and a momentum around an idea and go execute that idea just wondering if you have any advice for for those scouts that may be working through that process for them yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think it goes back to the original. First, the decision you have to make is, is are you all in or not? I mean, our thing at, at Brickyard is, uh, our mantra is burn the ships. Just remove plan B, you know, mentally. And if you can do that and you, you know, if, if you just hit a button in your mind that puts you on cruise control, well, now you, you've already accomplished what you set out to do. You just have to do the work, right? You've mentally already said, all right, I'm going to do this, Right. And um, that seems like this super simple novel concept, but it's super, it's really, and it is, but it's super powerful. I mean, it's just, uh, if, if, you, if you remove the doubt in your own mind of, am I gonna be able to follow through with this? And you just turn that to, I'm gonna do this. Uh, and just think about it matter of factly. Then now you can say, okay, well, what's the first step I need to take to, to make that happen? Okay, great, well, I just did that. So what's the second step? Well, okay, I gotta do that. Great, just did that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's, that's what I'd say is just, you, you know, uh, 
if, if you really want to accomplish something, uh, you just tell yourself that that's already done. Uh, you know, you know where you're going and it's like, okay, if I want to do that, then these are the steps that I need to, to take to, to get that done. Cam, we are about to come to a close. For those out there listening that would like to seek more information about Bellhops or Brickyard, where could they do that online? Uh, so Bellhops is, is just bellhop.com. We dropped the S a couple of years ago uh, for a story for another time. Um, so bellhop.com uh, or uh, and Brickyard is just laybrick.com or brickyard.vc also works. Um and, uh, and you can read about you know what we're doing there, um, but uh, yeah, that's how that's. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter. It's just Cam Doody, C A M D O O D Y. Okay, well, Cam, thank you for coming in and sharing your story. Very fascinating story, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, getting to know you better. Yeah, so, likewise, yeah. guys. Thanks a ton. It's All right, great. All right, it's time for a quick break. We've got uh, more uh, Scott on Chattanooga to come after this brief message. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. For more than 100 years, the Order of the Arrow has recognized scouts and scout leaders who best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Arrow men are known for maintaining camping traditions and spirit and for providing cheerful service to others. OA service, activities, adventures, and training for youth and adults are models of quality leadership, development, and programming that enrich and help to extend scouting to America's youth. For more info on the OA and scouting in our area, Area, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. My name is Jada, and I'm a Cub Scout. I'm here to talk to you today about becoming a Cub Scout like me. Cub Scouts get badges for doing fun activities, and we make friends. Scouts go camping, climbing, fishing, and swimming together. We have fun. We play sports and go to parades. Scouts also help people and become the best versions of themselves. Visit BeAScout.org to find a path near you. And now, Scout on Chattanooga's Campfire Conversation. A sit-down with a real-life scout with an incredible story. All right, and welcome into our Campfire Conversation uh, this week where we talk to real scouts about real scouting stuff. And we have the one and only, the legend herself. Everyone knows her. And if you don't, you will hopefully get to know her in the next few months. Miss Barbara Edwards, our membership executive with the Cherokee Area Council, is here with us today. Welcome to the podcast, Barbara. And you brought a friend, right? I did bring a friend. And thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Jared. I brought my assistant, Julia Becker, and she is here with us today. And she has been helping me trying to get recruitment done in all kinds of ways. And I'm really excited. Very cool. And let's talk about recruitment because that is a big thing, especially in scouting in the fall. I know that a lot of nights have already been scheduled. Y'all are working on getting some more. But it's not just about the night itself of getting scouts, but it's what units can do before and after getting those new scouts that can really make the difference. Am I correct? You are so correct. Julia has been putting together boxes for recruitment night, Mm -hmm. but then there's a whole bunch of information for unit leaders, uh, for new unit leaders, for new families that are joining Cub Scouting. But it's, it's really all about being seen and the marketing that you can do as 
a scout, as an adult leader, as a parent, and just getting out there. So you've been in scouts for many years. You've been on our professional staff for a few years now. It's your first year as our membership executive, so you're focused mainly on membership with the council, getting new kids in scouting. But you've been around for a while, and you've seen a lot of membership drives, joining nights, that sort of thing. What is kind of one or two things that have stuck out the most to you that has made units successful at bringing in new scouts? So one of the things I would say is that on the night of the actual Mm sign-up is that day, it'd be like an eve if it was the opposite, but that day of the sign-up evening, is to have your scouts actually wear their class B uniforms to school if they are not in a school that requires uniforms themselves. Okay, so a class B uniform is also the, your activity t-shirt or your pack t-shirt that yes. that you're repping all of you know the cool logo that your individual pack has, um, which is a great idea. We actually, I'll tell you, my scouts even um away from joining nights i actually asked my kids to wear their um, activity shirts to school every monday um during the day because they're going to come to scouts with it uh, that night because we meet on monday night so it's just a great way that i think that you can do recruitment throughout the year as well is getting um cub scouting out there peer-to-peer recruitment is one of the best recruitment options that we have being able to talk your friends and say hey you know, it'd be like Julia and I. Hey, Julia, I really love doing scouting. You should come join me in the fun. Did she and just sell you on it, Julia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Julia's in now. Thanks, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, Julia's just quiet. But you it's know what? Okay. If, if your kids do that, they may not know it or not, but uh, you actually can earn a patch for your uniform by recruiting a new scout into a, your unit. Am, am yes, I correct? Yes, and you get to wear that for the rest of your eternal life in scouting (laughs) Um, it's your recruiter strip and it's worn on your uniform and it just means you brought a buddy to scouting which is awesome well i'm here today to thank and congratulate barbara and julia for their hard work over the summer and i especially want to thank barbara for taking on this new role of membership executive and she's kind of forging some new territory and i love the new um, uh, what do we call them? The recruitment boxes? Is that what we're calling them? Yes. That, that they're doing to really provide our units with everything they need to do mm-hmm. recruiting. We haven't always done that in the past. I'm also very excited that Barbara and Julia, due to their hard efforts, we were able to deliver. What was it, Julia? It was over 90. I think probably 96 of uh, those principal deliveries. Yeah. So we delivered a care package to elementary schools um, starting in late May and, and through early June. What was it? What, what were those for again? Can you explain yeah, those? Yeah, well, we were delivering those gifts to the principals of elementary schools. If we were able to get to them, or just some office staff with lots of goodies to thank them for their involvement. We had a Boy Scout cup for them, lots of coupons. We, we packed them with enough for probably the whole staff of all those elementary schools. And I was driving all around and getting to talk to lots of people. And I just had a really great experience, especially because that was sort of my first job here for the summer that was my introduction to scouting things kyle guess what else was in the bag moon pies oh they had some (laughs) moon pies buddy and then uh that really we think helped us grease the cogs and right now uh, i think barbara says we're at 37 recruitments scheduled 
right now, which is a, a pretty good place to be at. I don't remember, you know, I, I wasn't here two years or three years ago when, when we had, but Barbara's hand motioning me saying it's, it's, what is that? Zero, so 37 over zero, so 370 or 3,700% better than, mm-hmm. than years prior. So um, well done to both of you. So, and Julia, just so you know, this is Julia's like, I guess this is your big podcast debut and crescendo <laughs> because she'll be heading back to college um, here in mid August and we'll be very sad to see her move on. And hopefully she'll come back and help us from time to time. But Absolutely. thank you for all your hard work you've done. We definitely appreciate your help. And I know that Barbara appreciates your help as well because. Barbara, can you tell us how many schools are in the Cherokee Area Council? More than I can count on my fingers and toes. <laughs> uh, so what you're telling me is a lot. Well, you figure we serve 11 counties. Some mm-hmm. of those are rural schools. But Hamilton County itself has a ton of schools. But Kyle, can mm-hmm. I tell you about a really cool project that we're starting this year that I'm so excited about? Yeah, I would love to hear about that. I actually have two new things going on okay. this year that I'm really excited about. One of the things that we're doing is what we have taglined is Operation Roar. Oh, what is this? Is this an acronym? No. I feel as though this should be an acronym. It's not an acronym. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, Julia has been preparing these really awesome boxes mm-hmm. that contain everything you need for your first few meetings. Mm-hmm. If you're a Tiger Scout. And for those who don't know, Tiger Scouts are in first grade. Mm-hmm. And we are going to do a council's. We're going to have a council unit. So it will be pack 3556. Okay. And pack 3556, if I was really, really fortunate, should have 32 dens. Oh, wow. Of just tiger cub scouts oh that's awesome and this way out in our rural communities Mm -hmm. where it's hard to actually get a unit standing up due to the requirements to start a new unit Mm -hmm. which is five adults and five youth to be able to start a new unit Um, a lot of times we only get one or two sometimes three kids out in the rural community Mm -hmm. so we're hoping that we're able to start with just tigers right Mm -hmm. and then next year it would be tigers and wolves okay and keep growing till we can actually stand a unit up on its own and then it can assume its own number that's very cool oh yeah the council own pack yes and are you you, you'll be able to have pack meetings for the patches and everything or those will be given out during the den they'll give them out during the den so they will not take will not get to experience a really cool pack meeting like most units but i'm thinking they're going to still have something fun Mm -hmm. and i think this is a great introduction to try to get scouts more out into those communities as well yes and then our my other really big i am so happy i gotta ask you kyle i know julia has met the man Mm -hmm. have you ever met the ceo of the boys and girls club of chattanooga i actually have jim morgan who is this awesome man and he's so full of life is he not how i described him to you oh exactly just like barbara but 
so much more. <laughs> yes. Very much so. That's a so. lot. If yes, you say more than Barbara, that's a lot. Yes, he is so hyper. I love him. <laughs> but he has offered to partner with us, mm-hmm. and we're going to be starting three new units through the Boys and Girls Club so that they can actually experience um scouting that's awesome i am so excited about that and that's a that's a great opportunity for those kids that probably wouldn't be introduced to scouting anywhere really uh to be able to to see what it's all about so will and i did these programs Mm -hmm. this summer um so that those kids got to experience some of scouting and will and i would go down on fridays to do water bottle rocket launches Mm -hmm. which everybody loves plus it was hot so it felt good (laughs) to get that extra shower in and then we did uh rangata regattas oh okay so pack 3062 out of rossville georgia was courteous enough to loan us their rangata regatta Mm -hmm. racetrack i guess they're rain gutters yeah and then so you had the real deal not the inflatables that's right the real deal buddy and then troop 82 their scoutmaster had a couple of extra spare water bottle rocket launchers and he even loaned me what are those things that do air compressors that's what they're called oh okay yeah so nice um (laughs) did have help from a volunteer one day uh eli white Mm -hmm. out of pack 3147 came down and and helped support us one day when will was busy at camp so it's been a good summer and i think a lot of good news has come out just from our viewpoint on membership and you know um jared talked about it earlier uh in the podcast going into the fall we are currently up in membership for the year we are so far and i'm really excited about that so don't hold on to those applications guys (laughs) you gotta keep them coming you know i do have a goal and it's a i have a stretch goal all right so i'm gonna ask you a tough question and you're gonna give me a tough answer back Okay. okay as a leader as a cub master or scout master what can we do to help you further our membership goals so one of the things you can do is truly make families feel welcome Mm -hmm. it is family scouting all the way there is nothing more off-putting than walking into a place being a new person and everybody kind of stands around and ignores you Mm -hmm. Um, greet everybody a scout is kind we're courteous all those important things and really work at it even you know even though it may not be your thing all the time it should be mm-hmm. and this is the one time you should really show your friendly side mm-hmm. i guess is what I'm, is that the words i'm looking for no i think that's great and uh, i'll add to that that i have actually um met some of my now closest friends through scouting at being becoming a den leader and now a cub master of pack 3177 and ringold one of my best friends is our committee chairman and then i have all sorts of other really close friends that are in scouting that we now go do stuff outside of scouting so not only are you making more scouting family who knows you might be making more like family family in this this whole venture so it's all about welcoming and if you're listening to this before august 4th we should probably tell people you know 
this comes out August 1st. So if you get it by the 4th, we're saying you should show up at OLPH for our campfire series, which is a luau. You don't have to wear a uniform. You can wear a Hawaiian shirt, whatever oh, you want no, to. Don't wear a uniform. Don't wear a uniform. That's it's right. Beach attire all the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Julia is going to show up in her scout appropriate beach attire I, I forgot to throw that out there that is so important to know it must be scout, scout appropriate. appropriate so you're telling me to leave the coconuts at home yeah leave the coconuts at home no grass skirts unless you're wearing board shorts underneath um yeah well i go on to say that you should come to that because not only are you going to get a lot of great information about membership and that sort of stuff but you're talking about becoming welcoming to new families and i got voluntold that i'm going to be hosting a panel on being more welcoming to families while we're at the campfire uh, meeting at olph coming up on august 4th so if you want to know how to become more welcoming we're actually going to be talking to several people about ways to do that and to make sure that your families feel welcome so not only are we getting kids in scouting but we're now keeping kids in scouting retention for the last over the last couple of years this year i think we have been at an all-time high for scouts bsa troops oh wow um surprisingly they have been at I think I said last Friday, 70.1% retention in Scouts BSA. Gotcha. And that is phenomenal. Very cool. So um, before we kind of wrap things up as uh, we're running out of time, uh, <laughs> she's thinking the heavens because she, she's nervous. <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking about anything else that. Oh, I do have a couple of important things to oh, say. Oh, okay. All right. If anyone has any questions about recruiting please do not hesitate to contact me you can always contact me at the office Mm -hmm. you can always email me you can text me whatever makes you feel comfortable facebook message i want to help you be successful sometimes that means i probably need your help Uh to help make you successful (laughs) but i will do everything in my power that i humanly can Mm -hmm. To make everyone have a wonderful recruitment this year i just i'm truly just excited <laughs> so to all of the um scouts that are out there um if they need more information what's your email address that they can that they can holler at you at it is barbara dot edwards at scouting.org or they can just call the council office and ask for they you can as call well. the council office and ask for me they can call my direct line which is 423-713-7633 and if you call that number and i'm not in the office it will forward to my cell phone oh okay i will warn you that yes i'm about to be really busy starting uh-huh. um august 2nd and I also, until I can find somebody younger and smarter than me, do not have voicemail set up on my phone. <laughs> but you can uh, you can definitely send her an email and she'll be able to respond to you. And texts work great. Yes. So definitely reach out to Barbara. If, you, uh, if your kiddo is not a scout and you're listening and you're thinking about signing up your kid, well, Barbara can actually help you connect with a unit as well. So don't be afraid to reach out to her or really anybody at our scout service center to be able to be connected to a unit in your area very very nice (laughs) 
All right. Well, Miss Julia, Miss Barbara, thank y'all so much for coming in today. We really appreciate y'all's time, and we are super excited about membership uh, coming back into the Cherokee Area Council. And Moon Pies. And Moon Pies. We're excited about Moon Pies, too. (laughs) For more scouting spotlights or to get your son or daughter involved in scouting, go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Now back with the final word, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield, along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. Gentlemen, very interesting conversation. I, I don't know about both of you, but I, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot of, that was a little bit over my head, so it was a great day of education for me. What's the difference in venture and adventure? Is this, is this a riddle? I don't know. Or no, you? Literally <laughs> asking, oh. Well, I think that adventure both. is in scouting. Venture is in business. Okay. <laughs> well, I would say that they share something that's very critical to understand, and that is risk. Well, there you and go. And that for our adventures in scouting, we try to be as prepared as possible for the uncertain and the unknown. Mm-hmm. And that in venture, in business, it would be very similar, I would imagine. There you go. Sounds Over good my to me. head yet again. <laughs> Sounds good. Kyle, don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> don't you do that. All right, uh, Mr. CEO Jared Pickens, is there any uh, uh, news that we need to share with our audience that's going on right now in Boy Scouts? I mean, there's always lots of news. I would well, say like maybe a top story or anything yeah, you should share. I, I think there's several. Um, first and foremost, the Cherokee Area Council is up in membership right now from what I can tell for the first time in five years. So even though we've been shrinking a little bit through COVID, I don't want anyone to lose sight of how important and monumental that specific statistic is. Because for us to be up in membership going into the fall for the first time in five years puts us in a position where we're now well poised to be able to serve more young people than we have in a long time. And especially more new young people and barbara uh who you guys heard from in our campfire conversation um spoke very well and articulately to the things that we're doing to to get that done and her and julia and others are doing a great job and so um, i think that's just a really exciting thing and not to mention our countless volunteer leaders who are getting prepared and excited to welcome new families to join them we are ready as a cub master i am super excited about this year and the recruitment opportunities that um, we've been given being able to get back into the schools more than we have been during um, COVID and and all that sort of stuff. I'm just I'm pumped. Like I am ready for a huge membership year. I agree. So, so that's that's really exciting. Um, and then of course, right now we're we're sitting at about I think it's 26 Eagle Scouts for the year, which is always a fantastic thing to be able mm-hmm. to celebrate those shared experiences and and pinnacle experiences that they have as young people in the scouting movement. Um, we look forward to celebrating all of our Eagle Scouts on December the 1st at our Gathering of Eagles. So if you're an Eagle Scout out there um, that just got your Eagle Scout, remember you get to come free along with one uh, family member for free to the Gathering of Eagles. and um, It's going to be a great program. Um, Jed Mescon has agreed to um, be the MC again. And so nice. for anyone, he made it a lot of fun last year and agreed to come back and do it again. Oh, am I welcome to come back again this year? You're, Did I wear out my welcome? You are absolutely time? welcome. Please come. And then I'll leave this. I've got a lot to say. It, to is today. anyone invited to that event, Jerry? Yeah, anyone. It It's an event to specifically honor Eagle Scouts from this year. 
but we'll have Eagle Scouts from yesteryear and years past and volunteer leaders and board members and community people and, and there, uh, possibly there, both mayors. There is a charge to the event? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's like 45 bucks. Gotcha. So, it, I mean, it's a very low. You get dinner with it. You get to support a good cause. And you get to see me wear my Eagle Scout device, which doesn't get worn all that much because mm. I'm an adult now. So, so we get <laughs> there to you see, go. we get to see both you in uniform. <laughs> we get to see you heard both it here you. first, guys. <laughs> we get to see both you in uniform, don't we? No, oh, I, I wear a suit. I wore a, a suit. I wore yeah. a suit and wore the medallion over the suit. So, hmm. There you go. So, wow. and last last but not least, in, in really kind of cool good news, I want to share this really great story that happened over the summer that might have flown a little bit under the radar, and that is that we had a senior living facility, East Ridge residents, come and ask for help because they have and serve largely blue-collar um, retirees who many of them don't have family. Um, it's, it's not uh, a morning point, you know, pinnacle type facility it's an affordable facility and they came to me and said hey is there any way we can partner with scouts and i said well yeah i think that'd be a great idea and i'll be happy to work with you on your marketing pieces and 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 all those things and maybe we'll get some takers and boy did they get some takers so we had uh, a cub scout pack actually i think it was was it it might have been jennifer strand's pack um that we mentioned earlier is going to sponsor my cub scout den so they went out there and built a fire pit for the seniors so that they can come back and be hosted for s'mores with seniors. And I just thought that was just such a great partnership because it's giving adults who don't have access to, to young children or probably even grandchildren of their own, um, and it's giving those scouts a service opportunity. And I just mm. it just warmed my heart. I know you saw it, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, it was super awesome. And just one of the many ways that um, our scouts go out and do great things every single day. And they're not looking for a pat on the back or anything. They they just want to be want to be good good citizens of our of our world. So that's what I got. States. Jared, uh, earlier in the uh, podcast, we shared the event that's coming up at the end of August. But for those that would like more information, where can they go online for that? CherokeeAreaBSA.com slash luncheon. Or gotcha. if you go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com, you'll see it right there at the top of the front page. Well, you'll see two things. You'll see the Friends of Scouting Luncheon on August 30th, and you'll also see Moon Pies. Moon Pies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. I got uh, my socks. I'm ready to go. Cubmaster Kyle, any final <laughs> words before we go? I Again, it was my what's up, but I'm just excited about this season of new scouts joining, new camping opportunities, new fun um, that is coming up in scouting. And uh, it's, it's an exciting time to be a part of the Cherokee Area Council. All right. On that note, we will come to a close, and that's oh, going to buy some moon pies. Sorry, buy some moon pies. Yep, and All some right. shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for this edition of Scout on Chattanooga. Go to the Scout on Chattanooga Facebook page for any suggestions or comments about today's podcast. Click on your click on the subscribe button at your favorite podcast platform for all future podcasts. For Jared Pickens, Cubmaster Kyle, I'm Sean Whitfield. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Scout on Chattanooga, presented by the Cherokee Area Council BSA. To learn more about scouting in the Tennessee Valley, join a unit, or donate and become a friend of scouting, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.org. 
And be sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And use the hashtag TNGA Scouts to stay up to date with the youth leaders in our area. Thank you.